Spotlight on, Eric. All right. Spotlight is shining bright. Uh, obviously, we do not have an intro song going. We're not going to have sound it. effects. I got a new computer. This is bullshit. I got a new computer, so we are sounds free. We're sounds podcast. free now so that we can maybe continue this podcast because last week it took me forever. Like three or four times I had to stop editing to save it, which took over a half hour each time, and then try to load it back up, which again took about 10 minutes, and then edit it, then it slowed down and stopped again, so I was having a lot of problems with this, is the regular spotlight for the week of January 3rd for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, and we're here to talk about one book, as we always do, we're going to be talking about Batman and the Signal number one, but I do want to mention to people that we do have a Patreon account that you can go to patreon.com slash weird science and there you will go and listen to our patreon only spotlight and the badasses of the get fresh crew poop poop Poop, poop. did pick superman number 38 and batman number 38 so those two books will not be on the regular podcast as this one will not be as well batman and the signal you'll only get it here on the regular feed which means i believe we have what eight books for the regular podcast this week so maybe we will not have a long ass podcast this week but we always manage to have that happen anyway but we are here to talk about batman and the signal uh me and you are both big duke thomas fans uh, going back to the dcyou when he was the star eric the star of we are robin uh, the best two books in my mind of the whole dcyou era that came right after new 52 before rebirth was We Are Robbing starring, uh, starring Duke Thomas and Martian Manhunter. I knew you were going to say that Martian Manhunter nonsense. You have to throw it in because it was a great series. Yes, but it was. I've been waiting since that time to get a proper Duke Thomas book. Well, yeah. it, it can't, it's, the, it's the worst, too, because it can't even be called The Signal because nobody has any idea what the hell The Signal is because yeah. it's only been mentioned in passing by the Joker and he was at Dark Nights, the casting, or Dark Days, the casting number one. Yeah, which and this so throws have, out. It really, it really throws that out by the time no, we no, get to the end. We're not talking about that no more, yeah. but it's like Batman – and the signal Batman yeah. will be in for a page and then we'll move on. I'm like, well, we have really to do to that. Throw that's that Batman in there to be the, the freaking only way it's going to sell. Yeah, it's the only way it's going to sell. So that's fine. Uh, maybe he'll come and uh, I, I really he'll be so. in it more. Just because of the title, though, like going into this, I knew I was going to get a signal book and it was coming, you know, Batman and the signal. Yeah. I was really hoping even before I heard it was a, only a three part miniseries that we we're going to get like almost a Batman and Robin S with Duke Thomas being the yeah. signal to, you know, and bat, you know, there's partners. Yeah. And that's what I really wanted. But because this is the first issue of this little three parter, we have a lot of catch up to do, a lot of setup. And yeah. it's just I don't even know. I feel like this should have came out after the whole metal event. Because I would have liked that. I feel like that. we're missing things, you know, lost in translation that might be talked about at the end of metal that we're missing here going into this. So it's weird because right out of the pages of metal, I'm like, not that any of the fucking metal that I've ever seen. Yeah, just, and then, know, yeah. The, the issue I have is that I wish that it wasn't three issues because it, you get thrown in here. And a lot of this is going to be set up and, you know, even catch up and stuff like that. And so by the end of this issue, I'm actually intrigued. I think I like it a little more than you did, but I want more. And just looking at only having two more issues and how this pacing was laid out, it doesn't seem like you're going to get much more. Yeah, I want to see more of a broad stroke story to get me going for Duke after this when this just seems to be a very singular, okay, Duke's going to find out this thing about the dial, we'll go from there, and then we're done. 
And it made me kind of wish that you had a little more time. And then I could say, okay, this was the first issue. And I, and I would say to you, hey, it's all set up, yes, but we have five more issues. You know, you just relax and, and we'll see how it goes. But with only, t- well, with only two more issues and really not a lot of page count going, uh, I don't know how it's going to wrap up in a satisfactory way. But we'll see. We'll see if he's able to do it. Uh, but give us the stats so we can get into it. Batman and the Signal Number One, written by Scott Snyder and Tony Patrick, with art by Cully Hamner, Laura Martin, and D. Ron Bennett. Duke finally gets his own book, and in it, Scott Snyder and Tony Patrick cram as much as they can to catch people up on Duke, tell you all about his current career as the Signal, and also throw in a mystery about his meta- about Meta's popping up in Gotham that is somehow connected to him and something to do with the sundial. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's about it. And you have a whole deal where Duke is this character that's going to work in daylight and they're really stressing that here and and it seems like everything else goes on at night so it's not even like i said to you even before i read this somebody's got to be smart enough to be like okay batman doesn't come out in the light i gotta do this crime during the day but it seems like an unwritten rule that you can't do that and they do even stress it and throw out there like gordon doesn't even work during the day it seems and it's very odd to me that that's a very odd thing but you know i i can say he's always around when batman's around he always is lighting that you know the bat signal signal. so it must be but yeah you get thrown in spotlight on gordon spotlight on you get thrown in where you see that duke has bad dreams about not fitting in it's stuff that basically to me uh they are playing around with the idea of people already saying this is almost like we say when we were kids and people would bully us we would just they're like hey you know what your mama's poor yep she is and then they can't say anything it almost starts off with the way of okay they're gonna say that there doesn't need to be another character in the bat family they're gonna do this and even all the new like all the good names are taken so what does duke yeah. thomas belong like you know yeah, what's he yeah. doing here along so, with all these yeah. freaking titans so it seems as if and also that he has powers that doesn't make sense so you you get this where it starts out where it kind of is like okay we know what you're gonna say we know how you're gonna make fun of us about this so let's get it on the table right now we realize what you're saying we're gonna show you why he is needed though by the end of this issue there's just so much crammed in here and i do think that there's something good here and me and you love duke we said before we started uh i really think that there's a lot squished in and you don't have a lot of time to learn some stuff but yeah you have duke there after this kind of dream sequence type deal that he's thinking back at and how he doesn't fit in and things like that where he's there in gotham at 7 a.m and there's a bus and there's an attack and he's fighting this guy who's a metahuman and the guy yeah and the guy null and he's like what you know about the dial and duke's like yeah of course i know about the dial and i like the dialogue i like the inner dialogue i don't know about this because you know liking the dialogue because i just kept talking about a dial you the center of the dial how much of the dial you know and all i thought at this beginning since we have no real connection to anything going on in gotham this point because this is post metal yeah i just kept thinking is it like the dial from dial h dial h like like it was but yeah obviously it's not hours from the dial that makes sense to me but and then later on no it's just Something to do with some kind of sundial, yeah. and somehow that Duke is the center of it, and all Duke these other kids the know about it, and are getting meta powers from it during the daylight. I'm like, and, and the don't way know that, what you're yeah. well, the way that they seem to be selling is that this quote-unquote dial, with Duke being the center, he even says, like, oh my God, I'm the one who started all this. So it seems that possibly, as we go to these three deal, uh, 
we'll see that Duke's powers manifesting themselves actually ended up making all these others, you know, all their latent metahuman genes go as well. And what does this have to do with well. the metal that's in their blood, the nth metal that became meta power? Well, you know, again, I, that's I, what I, I think it is. I think we have that... gotten so little of it in the actual Dark Knight's metal or Dark yeah. Days, even the, the, the prologue to that event. We have so little of that going on that I have no idea even what to well, think. Again, the only thing issue. I think is that he is the signal, like they said. It's kind of twisting it in a different way because before we thought it was a signal, kind of the dark multiverse and things like that. Now it seems like the signal is that he was the first for his meta, you know, that metal metahuman deal that he has kind of reacted and maybe caused the rest of these to react as well because it does seem like there's a rash of teen metahumans uh popping up that they end up putting in this juvie hall dozen in the past two weeks just popping up and gone yeah yeah and with this you do see duke going around and he's kind of trying to talk himself into the power to be activated and he's like come on signal you know get going and it can't and that's where and that's where this null kind of realizes like yeah you know what you're not like us. You aren't. You can't do your powers and things like that. But then when they touch, you have this thing of you're the, you're the center. I'm about to cough, Eric. You, oh, you tell me. Well, that's the thing. is, It's not even like when they touch it, you're the center. It seems to be after Duke activates his powers and he's able to see, like, the points with, like, even Duke's powers in this, you know, it's all has to do with light. And I, I, the whole explanation, like at the end of the day, I couldn't tell you how Duke's powers work. Yeah. At times, like he can see light differently. He can see where light's going to be, where it has been. But, you know, towards the end of this issue, it almost becomes an afterthought like power where he can see where things like, you know, what people yeah. did, where they're going to be. And I'm like, I don't know how this correlates with light actually, but it seems that after he finally activates his powers and he's going to know, he can see points on Noah's body where no actually, you know, uses this negative energy that comes out of it. But before he does that, he actually has to like soak in solar light. So Duke uses this idea yeah. that he could see this as almost like pressure points to attack these points to take out Null. And it's at that point where he does, he's like, ah, oh, you really, you really him. The you're dial the center. center. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying to me. No, no. And, and he even says like, oh, that's weird. You know, like I said, like, am I the one that started all this? And then you do get the crowd, there and then he even wants to say like the name's the sig and they're like hey you're not supposed to be here daytime's supposed to be safe you guys you bats come out at night and it's so and weird i'm telling you it is almost as if you know gotham with all the problems that it has that nobody ever commits a crime in the light of day it is such yeah. a weird concept to me like you always get batman stories at night because yeah. that's just the way it is but crime in my mind does not fucking go on hiatus just because the sun is up no and why would it if you're there and you're like you know what Batman and the Bat Family works at night. You know, during the days, kind of easy pickings. Yeah, I got you nine to five hours. My super villainy. Yeah, really. You you should be going with that. But yeah, as you go, then you're introduced to another new character here. And again, this is going to be Duke's almost like looks like it'll be Duke's maybe Commissioner Gordon exactly. type deal. Like, Jim like, Gordon. Yeah, we have you know uh, was this? Uh, so, I can't think of her fucking name in Nightwing. Uh, oh, oh, okay, in, in Nightwing. No, uh, uh, Swoboda. Uh, Sabota, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it'd be like a Sabota. Like Nightwing has Sabota in his book. It seems like Detective Alex AC is going to be, AC, you know, yeah. you know, Duke's kind of version of that as well, almost a Harvey Bullock, if you will. But you know, yeah. his go-to guy, you know, person on the police force who has a connection with this whole meta thing. We don't exactly know what it is at this point, yeah. but she has switched from night shift to day shift because yep. all this meta shit all is this bringing meta up stuff. during the day, and she has a real like interest and connection. And this whole thing in the beginning where. 
We go to the Gotham proper, Wayne Industries funded housing development nice. for civic employees still under construction. And this is where, you know, Detective AC, uh, AC, I don't even know how to pronounce yeah. it, but that's where she lives. Yeah. And do you think this is the point where Challenger's Mountain was? I don't know. Maybe. Because this looks like some weird futuristic kind of it fucking does. like dome. It really does. Thing. Like, I'm like, it's a dome, look, like a geodesic the- type thing in the middle. Then you have like a, a weird thing in there. It's I, I very was odd. For a little while. I'm like, I have to imagine, even though it seemed like, you know, Gotham stretched out just to be able to fit in, you know, Challenger's Mountain. But I have to think this is where Challenger's Mountain had to have been. Yeah. And they're trying to build up stuff like they're like civic employees. You know, they kept the, you know. Everything under control in the dark. Yeah, so we're gonna over. we're gonna so give this them. This is Wayne Industries coming out like we're gonna give them a place, a proper place to live, and show their like the respect that we have for our civic employees. Yeah, and and the big thing with her is she has uh, missing an arm, and she has a cybernetic Gross. arm that she has that she screws on there. And it Gordon shows up, and he's like, listen, and he has this stuff that he wants to show her, and that she's interested in. She's obviously interested in all of this, you know, recent metahuman stuff, and that's where Gordon kind of gives her these photos and like hey here's some more kids they become meta and then after a night they end up burning up it, it very reminiscent to me of say a gotham girl type deal oh, as no, well the thing is this reminded me exactly of the amazo virus we and had the amazo where yeah they, like you know the amazo virus hit you and it would give you powers but it would eventually end up killing you a lot or even the icarus like, i was gonna say it, it's, it's like icarus it's like icarus uh, as well you have this a lot where you get these powers and they just they end up burning you up so we've had this a lot but yeah she's interested it does give you that little tie-in that they have to figure it out before more people die it's not just going to be hey these guys became metahumans they're all pieces of shit we have to stop them there's the whole thing on the side as well of that if these teens keep getting powers like this shit goes wrong they end up dying bleeding out they burn up so uh, i do like that so it's not just because then you're going to get the whole idea of like why is everybody a piece of shit that becomes a metahuman you do add that little bit with it but then we go off to well, do even, even this whole thing when we're getting introduced to this new detective ac i'm going to call her just to like anybody tells me how to pronounce it correctly mm-hmm. um when Commissioner Gordon comes in, hey, how's Junior like the new place? Everything doing okay? Yeah. So yeah. we have the idea where she has a son. We never see the son in this issue, no. and we have we have to figure out why she is so connected to this case because you know he's he, at the yeah, point like, he I know what meta? this whole case means to you. What yeah. happened to you? I get it, and I understand why you followed it from night shift to day shift. Something is growing out of there in the daytime. Whatever this nomen with a yeah. with a g yeah. i think yeah, that's how you pronounce it. that nomen connection nomen. is like it's real and i'm like then i had to go and look that up obviously nomen is sundial so i'm like yeah. all right so we have an actual when he was talking about dial he was talking about an actual sundial and yeah. being out in the day so there's and we'll have to, to see daytime. what that I is i don't know what they're talking no, about. no i don't either it's very confusing and uh hopefully Again, though, we only have two more issues, so hopefully I know, we will like, get did that. Her ki- was her kid affected by this? And, like, you know, make her lose her arm But it's when he weird got that if that was the case, know. and then he'd say, hey, how's Junior? Hold that. That'd be a weird thing for him to ask if he knows know. what's going on, so we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, you also have a thing where they are taking these teens also to this almost like a teen Arkham yeah, deal. Yeah, Arkham, uh, Arkham Juvenile uh, Center. Yeah, and that's getting overcrowded with these things as well, with these kids, with these powers, and so there's a lot of shit going down. But then we go off to the Narrows, the East Narrows, where we see Duke hanging out with some people that if you did read the uh, – uh, We I Are Robin. Robin. We Are Robin. Why was I saying I Am Robin? We Are Robin. They're 
familiar characters. Oh, we have just Izzy thrown and out here. And like, that's actually a really cool call out to that because not only are they here, like Izzy and Duke are boyfriend girlfriend. I'm like, well, that's yeah. cool. We have Raiko just hanging out. We have these characters that you really did enjoy from the We Are Robin. That you, if you know, maybe yeah. you wanted to find out what's going on with them. Well, I really and, enjoy their addition here. Yeah, let me tell you, if you were reading We Are Robin, there, there's no Troy. No, shoulder pads. Shoulder pads is dead. So only about five people know what we're talking about. But yeah, you have that, and he's moved in with his uncle or older cousin, actually. Yeah. And uh, it's a weird deal. Like you, you don't have a real explanation of why he's not with Batman because I think that if that was the case, it may spoil metal. So you can't say like since since Batman disappeared or since Batman this or Batman that. So you just have him there with his older cousin yeah and it just seemed weird jay. and yeah jay and even like jay's he, ex-military and he's got a lot of ground he's rules got rules for how he's gonna run his house you know it's not a, mil- a millionaire or a billionaire's house but yeah he's gonna have rules and duke's gonna abide by him and it's just weird like he's like less school doesn't start for a week wise ass look i know i'm not a billionaire named wayne i'm like yeah i want to know where it, what's going on where because- did you come from and then we do go then, and we do meet up with Batman, but I want to know why Batman's making him live with his cousin. It just seems like a forced way Especially to get since him. Especially since the last time I think we saw Duke's parents, they were put into a special facility that was like yeah. built into the like you know the, In the back Wayne Manor. property of Wayne yeah. Manor. Yeah, it for just them seems to be really weird. At. It's really weird, and and so again, they could be closer to Duke, you know. But you do end up seeing Batman. He does show up in this in the next scene, but at this moment when. He ended up with this older cousin. I'm like, huh, what happened to Batman? Like, why is he living in this apartment with this older cousin? It seems like it's because almost all like... all the other Robins were his wards. Duke's something different. Yeah, it, it makes it seem like I would hope <laughs> that Bruce gives his this guy some money or something. I don't know. But you, you have uh, Duke and the girls trying to figure out some things. But then they go off and he does go off where he gets a text from Bruce where it leads him down to what would only be the signals bat cave the which hatch. is called the hatch uh it's pretty cool again it reminds me a little of the jason todd deal underneath the gcpd or the belfry it's bases inside gotham yeah and he shows up but this is where it was weird to me because he goes down there there's a way to get through this electrical room and then you go behind yeah, and it, go it's, down it's housed underneath the lucius fox so like uh like center for like uh gotham kids or something like that i, I yeah. actually it's like the lucius fox center west gotham so it's it's a lucius fox center and in the electrical room behind the panel you can find a staircase that leads down to the hatch yeah and you have this where this is for people to me who haven't read any sort of them maybe they even have read, read metal but they want to oh a new batman book i'm going to check it out and you get this weird description of why duke is called the signal and it doesn't really make much sense to me because he was named by the joker and yeah. they really want to just push that aside because yeah, we, we can't have joker name no joker, that's, joker, that's weird joker his parents it's all yeah. very weird so yeah you know it's so weird that he would like the joker would actually say you're the signal yeah and then we have this whole and then you have him name like, that you know my mother told me like the, the name i have like it's this whole thing where the signal is the person who goes out first and shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like a first sh- responder. Exactly. You know what shows up before Batman, Jim? The signal. the signal. That's what you tell me. But yeah, he goes down. He's that like, listen, right. I modified your armor. You're talking and, about uh, bullshit long enough. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't need your nonsense. Uh, he's there. Look, I, I modified your armor. And uh, Batman's like, hey, hoodie, you like it? And he's like, 
I'll admit it's shiny, but but this is the problem. Is weird. We've already seen this costume. Yeah, we've already. It, it's just very odd to me. We saw this, this costume in Scott and uh, Snyder and Greg Capullo's New Fifty Two run of yes. Batman. So that's what makes it weird. And he does spell out like, "Look, I knew from the minute zero year. Uh, you know, you have all these call-outs, which we did have, yeah. where Duke actually saved Batman during his zero year attack and things like that. So they do spell it out, but it's a very odd couple pages here." To kind of retrofit the name signal and to get everybody caught up with what Duke is, oh, but I don't you, think it gives thing, you enough. Even like you know when we first have Noel, or even the whole thing where we start out with you, the whole idea where Duke went to that morning meeting with the rest of the yeah. Bat family and is trying to explain himself how yeah he does not belong this whole thing he does not fit but he's going to try. We then go into all right though he's fighting Noel we got to talk about his powers and then we're going to go off and we're going to go to like you know. We're going to see Ryko and Izzy. We're going to talk yeah. about the We Are Robin section. And, oh, we got to introduce his, his older cousin, Jay. And then we have the Batman thing where we have to go deeper into Batman's connection with Duke. It is all yeah. very, like, exposition heavy just to make sure that everybody knows who Duke Thomas is before yeah. we even get to, a, like, what the hell is going on in the story. Because every time they talk about what the story's actually about, it just leaves you scratching your head because there's yeah, no that, that. And it's a shame. Because I think that as a first issue, I'm telling you, my score is kind of affected by the fact that we only get three issues. Because I think that I actually enjoy Duke here. I think that he's written well. I like his inner monologue and things like that. I like seeing Izzy and Ryko. I love all that. But then, you, like you said, you have to stop to catch people up, which I know you have to. Yeah. But again, there's only three issues. So you're throwing out these powers that... I would say that if I if I picked up this book and hadn't read Metal or even the We Are Robin, whatever, I would be like, oh, I better go back to read those to find out what the power set is of Dukes because something's missing here. Uh, this, and you'd go back and of, not know it. I'm saying, that, the that's the problem. There Dukes, isn't. Even at the end of this, I'm not quite sure. Well, and that's what I'm thinking. Light, but all we've seen of his power set is at the end of um, – the backups of All Star Batman. Yes, we saw that he saw like uh, like the freaking freaking Mister Blue. It looked like yeah. wrapped around with light around him. That's that. To me, it looked like in. he was a ghost hunter with a connect. Exactly. It's what it kind of looked like. Or like it, it the looked Michelin like Man, the way it wrapped around him yeah. and freaking stuff. But yeah. and then we move in the dark night. I mean, dark days of the forge and dark days of the casting, where he can see how something was supposed to be with the like you know the. Uh, I, I want to call it the Genesis machine. I, I don't know yeah. the final project of Batman and stuff like that. And yeah. he can see that because of the light. Like there we have, we have the, like the beginnings of what the power is going to be. Even with the full out explanation about how he sees light differently here, I'm still lost. Yeah. And so you go, and basically what I was saying is if you were just reading this, and if you have, and you don't know what came before or whatnot, you're not going to get much of a, uh, you know, a description or an explanation of Duke's powers. I guess we're going to get it in this, but I, hope so. I wish that we already knew them so we could go forward because I want to see Duke being Duke. Duke in the We Are Robin book was awesome. He was oh, great. It's what that. made us fall in love with the character. And with this, though, I'm not getting much of that character. It's too it, – like you said, it's so exposition-heavy well, to thing, go. The signal as he is, you know, the signal in this costume – all we've really seen of Rebirth was in Batman Rebirth number one, where we saw Duke kicking a tree with Bruce. Yeah. And yeah. then in Dark Days, The Forge, and then casting. That was really yeah. it. So we, like, Duke has been absent pretty much this entire goddamn time. Yeah. And now he has his own book. 
you got a lot of splain under Tony yeah, Patrick. Yeah, you got a lot of splain. And I, I actually wish that Tony Patrick would have said, you know what, the Joker did say I was the signal. And you know what? My mom used to tell me and then wrap it around of almost saying, like, fuck you, Joker. You might have called me the signal. I'm going to go with it, you, you bastard, because I'm going to wrap it around and do it something with my mom it's, it's because of what like, you exactly, did. Exactly. Like, you, you made my mother like, like own you. It. I'm going to take something my mother's – like, you know, you said to make, yes. make it my mother's. Yes, I'm going to make it my mother's, and I think that would have been great. I think that would have been a really cool call-out because he definitely said that down in the back cave. So we'd have to see. But, yeah, you go, and then you have uh, Detective a- – is it AC? Is that what we're saying? I don't know why you're asking me. It's uh, AC, AC, fine. Yeah. AC, uh, she AC decides, Slater's going down She here. decides that – hey, Mama. She decides you know that the – we, we got AC twice in this. The rest of the issue, everybody else called her Alex. What's us Alex. Alex. We should say Alex. Alex A. Uh, she goes to the Arkham Juvenile Detention Center, and, like, it's it's weird because she's going through her details and things like that, trying to figure out what is causing uh, these metahumans and things. And it says possible catalyst, a chemical called boxiton, which boxiton, bonds easily yeah. to liquids possibly in the water. So she thinks, okay, it must be something in the water. So let me go where all these guys are, guys and gals who have these metahuman powers all of a sudden, the Arkham Juvenile Detention Center. Let's check out the water supply there and see what's going on. It's a really odd thing because she goes, she talks to the guy at the front desk, the security guy kind of deal, and like, hey, I need some water. No, no, you need a warrant for that. I'll be back with one. And as he, she goes off, you do see that Duke is watching and he can kind of see the light and, and he can discover things that what will happen or did happen. It's very, very vague again, where he sees this guy and he sees him call. He sees him talk to somebody about AC being there, Alex being there, and then also ends up knowing how to get into, you know, almost like a secret agent type deal that you have yeah. where he knows how to get in with the secret he, code. He sees the light from what he they sees have pushed the light the I'm telling you, this is the, like the thing. It's almost like I can see into the past and I can sometimes see into the future. Just saying because of the light really throws me off because he knows the combination yeah. because people have pressed it before. But like, I'm sorry, even when you were describing the whole thing, I was stuck on that water thing. It's such a weird idea. All right, we have these metahumans who, are, who have been deceased and yeah. – uh, you know, that's got that bota- uh, box of tan in it, which bonds easily to liquid. I always want to say by uh, Botox when I saw it. I'm like, ooh, but doing why Botox. Would that lead you to the Arkham Juvenile Center water because that's not where they became that's metas. That's not where they became metas. That's the problem. That actually disturbed me as well. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe she's thinking, and with this guy there, because it's obvious that this, you know, juvenile center is up to something, and maybe that's what they want to see, is that if she goes and tests the water and has this, um, maybe when they get there, they are kind of forming into, which we see kind of near the end, that they are gathering them to go there, possibly? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I it's don't so know. It's so ambiguous, because when Duke does, you know, finally get into the underground lair where yeah. the cells Nobody's should be there. for these, you know, metahumans, they're all empty. He's like, and then, like a voice over the loudspeaker, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, you're wondering yeah. who I am and if I'm the person behind the mystery it's like you're trying Jigsaw, to solve. Eric Jigsaw. Is that his name? Jigsaw, yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw. Not just the changes happening to Gotham, but the mystery that is you. Yeah. And I yeah. am. And he <laughs> and he gets clocked. He gets clocked, and it's like at least you'll die with your real family. 
And we got oh, Noah yes. there and two other meta fucking teenagers. Two other One metas. looks like a cyborg girl. The other's got like liquid pouring upwards from her hands. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going on in this book. Yeah. I, uh, I hope that she's called Mercury, Eric. And I, I, I hope if so, I've, too. If I've learned anything from the metal men, Mercury is the only metal that can be a and liquid I don't at know room why. temperature. I didn't think of that because, because we have that Mercury. She can't be called it. Yep. So there you go. But yeah, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm telling you, I know that I liked it more than you. I know everything you say is true. I'm intrigued by this. I oh love Duke so, so much that I'm hoping that this issue was, okay, let's just throw all of this out there so that we can explain it more in the second issue and then have the third. I just, it's weird that I said to you, it's almost as if Scott Snyder, who did the story, but Tony Patrick did the, you know, the scripting and all that. Uh, with Scott Snyder. I, I wonder if it's like Scott Snyder. Really, it's his character. Duke is his yeah. character. And maybe he, like, he's really pushing. He wants Tony Patrick to do it. He's doing all this. And they must have said, like, okay, you'll get three issues. See what, see what the interest is or whatnot. I really hope that people like it because I want more because I just can't see how it can be finished in three issues. Exactly. Especially for after all the stuff that was crammed into this first issue to catch everybody up. I'm like, you should have had four yeah. to six goddamn issues for the yeah, story I wish, that you I wish obviously they want to tell. Because I re- I'm telling you, I really like Duke, and I like him in this, and I like the idea of seeing him in the day and fighting, but it's like right to it. We don't even get to see him stop anything before he runs into one of these yeah. metas who yells about the dial and goes, so we'll have to see. But what did you give it? I gave this issue a 6.5 out of 10, and actually I think I was being a little bit generous with that because I think I've talked myself down to at least really, at least a 6 because really? – uh, the thing is, like I, like you said, I love Duke Thomas. I am on the hype train for this book because I've been I waiting for too. a Duke Thomas book for a long-ass time. This issue, too much too soon, and it left my head spinning by the end for what they were actually trying to tell me besides for Duke's background. Yeah, it kind of it kind of does leave your head spinning. I'm actually going to give it a 7, though. I really liked it. Uh, Duke himself. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. And this is one of those weird deal. I didn't, you know, I'm not the guy who reviewed it on the site, so I can just throw any score out there, Eric, and then I'll just pretend I didn't say it later. But it's one of those <laughs> scores. I'm telling you, I'll just deny. I'll deny, deny, deny. Now, uh, what I'm saying is next issue, if we – it's almost like my score is going to be very – hinged on the next issue as well if the next issue tells us what we need to know then i'm like okay because i'm really into this i really want to see more of duke and i want to see him go forward in the bat family so yeah and and again i wish that we knew more about what this book was about because if they just came out if scott snyder and tony patrick came out and said listen we're going to give you three issues to really define what duke's powers are and that's all we're you know that's all this is set up to do then I'll be like, okay, I'm pretty excited about that. That's what I think this is. But as of now, they're just thrown out there. But I do like the art. I like this Alex that will combine with them. I love seeing, you know, some of the characters from We Are Robin, so it connects that in. It's Alex, too. It's cool. You know, I like there being more characters, especially when people have their own books and stuff like that, to really, like, flesh everything out, this whole world that we're diving into, like the daytime shit. I don't have enough of Alex to even understand what the hell she's uh, she's a goddamn you know night shift attack. Yeah, but uh, the weird thing about it is I actually like her though. You know what I mean? I actually do like her though, even though we don't get tons of her. Uh right now, I'll tell you, this book is far and uh, beyond better than like a blue beetle or a oh, yeah. cyborg. Those ones that we hate, I think that Tony Patrick actually is is getting me involved here, and I'm hoping 
that my seven doesn't make me look like a fool later. Uh, because I think that he's going to really tie it up in this next issue. But if he doesn't, then I will deny Eric. I'll say that I gave this a five. But, yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. But we're going to go, and I'm going to tell you what's going to be on the regular podcast this right. week, if I can do it. I just I ended up – I had the app up. I, I'm the worst. Come on, I'm Froggy. So get it going. I know. My voice is, is terrible. I hope it gets better by tomorrow. So but here we go. We have – we already talked about uh, on the Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science. We'll already have Batman number 38 and Superman 38. So that will not be this week. We just talked about Batman and the signal number one. So that won't be on it. But here we go. Batman White Knight number four, Eric. Black Lightning Cold Dead Hands number three. Cyborg number 20. You Final love issue. that. Deathstroke number 27. We have Jeremy. We'll be talking about Exit Stage Left, the Snaggle Puss Chronicles number one. Green Arrow number 36. Green Lanterns number 38. Uh, I'm going down here. I think there's Justice League number 36. Nightwing number 36. And that is it. I told you already. Superman number 38 is on the Patreon. I hope that we're not confusing people with that. But I yeah. hope not. I Spotlight's hope not as on well. its main feed. Patreon, you got to pay for But, you know. Everything will be on the podcast. It should be there. Yeah, so there you go. That is it. It is over, Eric. I'm going to go and try to find some tea or possibly some I don't know what. I, I, think that I, could, I think I could gargle with gasoline and my voice would sound better. It is way off. I am struggling here. I feel like Look, shit. It, people already have to hear my jerk-off voice. The only I know, they have to, to hear the fucking dulcet tones of Jim mm, Warner. You got to get it together. Boom, 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 boom. I could still do that. Over, right. But boy, I am struggling. But what do we say at the end? Turn that spot. Spotlight off.